I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. Episode 35 of the Glass Chin MMA Podcast. Noah, Josh, and Cole are here. We are ready to talk UFC 294, Fury and Ganu, some other fun stuff, and just have a good night. How are we doing, guys? Let's do it. Doing good. Good, good man. man. So, we will start with UFC 294 this past weekend. We watched it together. We had ourselves a night. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just That's kind of breaking sure. it down. Um, before we get into kind of breaking down the card... Cole and I both went three for five in Pick'em. Noah went two for five. We had a skip on the Ankalive Walker fight, which we'll get to. So standing running total right now, Noah is thirteen for twenty-seven. You got to get yourself above five hundred. Oh, Noah, that's oh, not dude, good. I was trying to, I was trying to make a come ahead and catch up to you guys. So <laughs> and I'm then, going against you guys a lot, but and it's not I, working in my favor. I am sixteen for twenty-seven, and Cole is seventeen for twenty-seven. So we have, we only have two more cards left. Because remember, two ninety five is the end of this fantasy season. Yep. So and that'll be next week. We talk about UFC Sao Paulo. The week after, we do UFC two ninety five. Week after yep. that is the new fantasy season, uh, where Let's go. we start repicking. Um, when it comes to fantasy, I had no one fight. Noah had Muhammad Makayev fight, who got a finish. So Noah's up to two points. Let's go. Um, and Cole had Cole had Ikram Alskarov fight. And nice. So you got to finish. And then you had Volk. So you got one point. Fuck. <laughs> um, Fuck. So I am at That's nine. Tough. Noah is at two. And Cole is at one. Um, the, we do need to quick break it down here. We might as well do this before 294. John Jones, Stipe Miacic is cut. Dude, what the Dude, that fuck? That sucks for John, the, man. I feel so bad. I mean, we, he, Did he, you see it? Yeah, they shared the video. Yeah. Um, the reason we got up. the reason we need to talk about that now is because Cole has John Jones on his fantasy team. So, of what? But first of all, we'll talk about let's talk about the Jones kind of that Jones Stepe repercussions after UFC 294. But this okay. is what I propose. There is an interim title fight for the heavyweight title that. Is replacing Stipe John. I think Cole should get a random, random one of those two fighters. I I agree, and I'm, honestly, <laughs> that fight's like relatively. It's, the odds are probably going to be pretty close. So I believe the I odds like, are currently I, I like Tom Aspinall minus one twenty and Sergey Pavlovich, Pavlovich plus one ten. So it's yeah, essentially yeah. a pick'em. Yeah, I'd way rather and have. It, it should be a pick'em too, honestly. So Cole. Who knows? I want you to wait. Hom is the favorite. Um, that's what I saw. I, I feel. Oh. I, I thought it was gonna be. I honestly thought it was gonna be close to that, but just completely switched. Yeah. Me too. Honestly. All right, Cole. I I'm gonna randomly. I'm gonna randomly generate here. If it's one, you get Aspinall. If it's two, you get Pavlovich. Okay. Fuck. You got Aspinall. 
Alright, fine. Which is not who I am going to pick in that fight, but... No, me neither. That's fucking bullshit. I don't know. See, Quake... Because you're a big Aspinall guy, though. Quake... I mean, I like Aspinall, but I like like Sergei, too. My Quake... I think Sergei's just such a world beater, dude. I just don't think Sergei's going to be able to walk through Aspinall like he has everyone his last five fights. My Quake 30-second breakdown as to why I'm going to pick Pavlovich is Pavlovich was the backup fighter for Jones Stipe. He's been in camp. He's been training. Tom literally said he got the call at four in the morning, accepted without thinking about it, and he hasn't been trained. He hasn't been in camp, hasn't been doing anything like that. Just been yeah. doing, you know, doing the tightrope or doing what he usually does, basically. Pavlovich mm-hmm. is ready. I think Pavlovich will be more ready. This, there's no way this. Yeah. If this fight went longer than a round, at Aspinall's chances drastically increase. There's yeah. no way this fight ends doesn't end at the first round. <laughs> yeah, I know that's that's the only reason I'm gonna probably go for Sergey because Tom doesn't have a full camp. I think full camp that's like a complete pick'em of yeah. a fight, but it's, coming off the couch, it's hard to beat a Russian destroyer like that. It's the most entertaining heavyweight fight you can make right oh, now, yeah. oh, and yeah, that followed by Alex versus Yuri. The best is there more entertainment you can find in back-to-back fights ever? I don't think so. You're yeah, almost going to be a banger. <laughs> you're guaranteed probably two knockouts. Yeah, like the, yeah. it's awesome. I'm 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 stoked. And they could be vicious. They yeah. could both just be vicious knockouts. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's talk UFC 294. I'm going to pull up the card again so we don't miss anything. It was a fun the... card. Or what do you say? It was a fun card. It was a it was a fun card for the I, most part. I, I think I had higher expectations <laughs> for until it until the end. If I'm being honest, I thought it was going to be better than it was. All I around. did. I did too, but I mean, I mean, what can I don't you know. Do? We had a lot of finishes yeah. and stuff. So, yeah. Cole, I know you missed this fight, but Noah and I did watch Shara Magomedov, the Bullet. Oh yeah, Bruno Silva. Yeah, how was that, dude? His wrestling uh, is going to be an issue going forward. Was, Very was it this so. fight where he was laying on his back and he did like a yeah. standing, like yeah. kick to the? Yeah. yeah, that was that was pretty cool. His offense I off mean, his back is crazy, but he lets himself. Yeah. He, he refuses to try to get back up. And Bruno Silva's not a grappler. <laughs> he landed like 100 strikes this fight from his back. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, it was actually Dana nuts. White said it perfectly. How are you from Dagestan and have that bad of takedown defense? Yeah, it was incredible because <laughs> Bruno Silva's not known for his wrestling at all at by all. any means. Like, what the hell are you doing? But, yeah, we did get the debut his strike he's gonna put on some entertaining fights though like he really is like some of those yeah. like that man his striking was crisp and it was creative really creative it, was, it is creative yeah he's gonna be fun to watch going forward i don't after that i don't think he's gonna be championship material but he's gonna be fun he's got some time he's got a lot to improve if he's gonna be championship material yeah <laughs> especially yeah. at middle i mean he's the people the young guys coming up with him at middleweight like bo nickel and people like that like he's in a division that has young grapplers yeah. Like, yeah, he's gonna struggle. How is like, how like, is Joe he? Pfeiffer's of the world, he's gonna get ragged. How is he ever gonna beat a Joe Pfeiffer, Bo Nickel, or Hamzat Chemaev? He's not. It's not possible for him. Because he's not even like he doesn't even have like that one hit or quitter yeah. either. He's just like a he's like a good striker, yeah. but he doesn't have like a whole lot of pop. Some like, his, kicks like nas- his, like his kicks were nasty. His kicks were really yeah, his, nasty. In terms of the other prelims, let's next one. I mean, Cedric Dumas, he looked ter- He looked, yeah, again, still yeah. won. Uh, Javid Bacharat and Victor Henry. I'm still confused by that. 
Was it a nut shot or was it not? <laughs> okay, so when I, I looked like it hit him on the inside of the leg. My yeah. only, like, the only way I can think it really hurt his nuts is if they were, like, falling out the side of the cup <laughs> and it got, like, kicked against his leg. So that looked like a leg kick. It looked like, so it his, like upper thigh. His coach, it looked like he got shot. Yeah, yeah that was a cartoon fall. <laughs> but, so, his coach is Josh Barnett, the old UFC fighter, and he yeah, said yeah. what happened was it hit the thigh but it also hit the like kind of hit like right in that kind of gray area but it hit the the cup up into you know the guy's yeah. balls and apparently they were swollen beyond belief like he yeah. was getting ultrasounds <laughs> done he was doing that would be miserable like i was like in i was upset cuz we i needed a basher at finish for my bet um but after reading about that, I'm like, maybe that guy just, maybe we were just deceived. Like, maybe he actually yeah. did just take the a nut shot from hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, because he was, Man. like, in agony for, like, seven, yeah. eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that was brutal. Poor Basharat. Yeah. <sighs> we did. Hey, all three of us came up heavy on Saturday night betting-wise, though. Yeah. yeah we did. do well. Um, Trevor Peak, still awesome. Still awesome and kind of fought like a relatively smart yeah. fight, dude. Yeah. That was sick. <laughs> and he showed some improvement. And he was still entertaining, so it was great. He's super entertaining. He still man. threw that standing hammer fist here and there, too. Dude, I don't get how he fits. No, yeah, it was like a hammer into a, like a back fist. It was like the weirdest shit ever. <laughs> I kind of want to talk about this next fight. Yeah, for sure. We're definitely talking about Tim Elliott and Muhammad Makayev because all, oh. all three of us took Tim Elliott. Okay. There was some interesting refing at play here, though. Those leagues that Tim, those those leagues, those knees that Tim Elliott was blasting Muhammad Makayev oh, yeah, were head. completely legal. If you can hold him there and blast those knees, go for it. Like, I don't understand why they stopped it. And literally right after that, Makayev got the takedown. And like that could have absolutely swung the fight if you had landed one or two more mm -hmm. of those. Well, they stopped it like what three different times. Like, like I feel like it was. Uh, some of the refing was very the refing was terrible this whole card this whole yeah like you start so I mean, questionable things happening it like, started with i mean nathaniel wood is appealing his fight against naimov because naimov was basically breaking the rules the whole fight and would just get a warning um then yeah. same thing with Bashrat henry makayev elliott and i mean there was obviously some other questionable refing stuff we'll get to here in the main card but still, yeah, like it was, it was bad. And one one championship rules will always be the superior. Grounded knees should be yeah. legal. Like no should be legal. For no sure. no soccer kicks, but grounded knees. What's wrong with them? I don't get right. it. Right, uh, right. Well, my well especially when you're holding them up and they don't yeah. have an arm down. Right? Exactly. Like, that. like, like Tim Elliott was holding Makayev up, and he, he an arm never touched the ground in that like little <laughs> scramble exchange. Like well, he wasn't even close. How else do you throw strikes from that position mm -hmm. if you're Tim Elliott? Like you have to yeah. throw the Yeah, that's all you got. It's yeah, yeah. It's super weird. I mean, I'm I not know. gonna discredit Makayev though. That man is he's ridiculously strong and his yeah. reversals and everything are nuts. And if he's he good. if he gets even a sliver of your neck, he is gonna choke you out. Like yeah. he, no, he he's a problem. Tim Elliott tapped instantly. In that head arm choke. I mean, he's definitely probably gas. Like once that gets tight and you're, I mean, yeah, yeah. I bet, I bet that was miserable getting. I mean, that. after after watching that fight, I do think Makayev is better than Tim Elliott. I just think it sucks that like you Tim was there stop, though. You stop the fight and then like stand him up and then like, the fight literally changes in that. That moment. momentum like, is gone. That completely. sucks. 
Like, that sucks for Tim Elliott, mm-hmm. but whatever. Yeah, for sure. And then we got... Uh, let's go to the main card. Not much to say about Saeed Nurmagomedov because he caught the guy in a choke instantly. Won us yeah. some money. But, like... God, that thing was deep all as he, hell, all, Like, that's... Yeah. How many times now has Saeed gotten a finish where they never shoot on Saeed Nurmagomedov because he will grab no. him. Yeah, he, no, he does yeah. it every time. Like, <laughs> well, his arms, they have, they're literal, like, they look so small, mm-hmm. but he's the longest reach ever. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, I think they're so small. Like, yeah, we, like, we, under that we, kid, we talked just, about like, it. We, like, we looked at our arms <laughs> like this, and it's just like, we have no space in there at all. He's like... <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he has that, like, on his shoulder. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's literally Slenderman, like, with the way his body is. So, uh, he's still good. I mean, he lost to Martinez, but he's still good. Very good. Um, this I'm high on Saeed, honestly. Yeah. Alaskarov and Worley Elvis. Uh, this was obviously a mismatch. I know it was short notice, but still clear mismatch. Elvis is not the same league. Um, no, yeah, not at all. But Alaskarov, man, that man can – that man was – he's powerful. Holy smokes. Dude, he has some pop in his hands. And the thing is, I knew he was good when he came over. But I just knew him, like – for the guy that like wrestled and kept up with Hamza, yeah. he was like well, a sambo champ. Yeah, he's a sambo. He re- strike like that. His wrestling's insane, and he's won on his striking of both of his fights. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's good. I, I want him to fight somebody his caliber. I mean, Phil Haas mm-hmm. is talented as all hell. Like we've talked, we talked about last week, but Phil Haas is also can't take a punch. He has uh, arguably the worst chin I've ever seen yeah. at middleweight. Yeah. <laughs> so what I want to see Alaskarov do, so Jared Cannonier just pulled out of his fight December 2nd against Roman Delidze towards MCL. Yeah. Throw Alaskarov in there with Delidze. Give That's him, a big-ass jump, though, isn't it? It is, but he's ready for the elite, man. I mean, Alaskarov was, I mean, he was booked against Paulo Costa for a, a while. And yeah, who, who I was guess he, who so. was he, he then he was supposed to fight Nazardine Amavov on this card. Like, they've been, tr- they're trying to book him to get that jump. I mean, you don't, yeah. The UFC clearly wants to ride that rematch storyline between him and Hamzat. Like yeah. they want that for yeah. sure. Um, I mean, God, that would be that would be a sick second fight because that first one he fought Hamzat to yeah. the nail. Hamzat couldn't take him down at all. Yeah, Hamzat was, was arguably getting like out grappled. Like yeah. in some of those exchanges, like like Ikram was like like hip tossing yeah. him to like completely throw yeah. Hamzat off balance. Yeah, Ikram's gr- he's really good. I think it'd be fun because Delidze keeps calling out everybody on. Um, Twitter. He's trying to. He's trying to get somebody to fight him on December second, and I think Ikram would be down for that. Um, I mean, yeah, he took no damage that fight. Yeah. Um, here was the an extremely disappointing ending that I strongly disagree with. One of the worst ref decisions I've ever watched live. Um, ref or doctor? Both. I got well, both. I, Okay, so does, did the doctor have the final say on that? The do- yeah, that well, work? the doctor, yeah, basically the doctor gets the final say. Yeah. But if the ref is deeming that to be the end of the fight, why is that not a DQ? I don't get it. Oh, yeah, yeah fair enough. True. Like, literally, what the hell, man? That's how Aljo got his belt. Yeah. And I know, like, Eljo's came, fo- came in the fourth round. I know there's rules sometimes, like, in place where it's, like, it's got to be past X amount of the fight. But, like, unless it's knowingly illegal it's not like it's an accidental groin shot that ended it like you could johnny water couldn't have been more down oh my god he took a shot <laughs> yeah. how did yeah. johnny walker of all people do <laughs> that? that's what we're... <laughs> what? johnny walker is slowly becoming one of my favorite fighters in the ufc 
like just with how he and then like he fakes being hurt from a body shot and all do you see how Dude, high he jumped on that knee? Missed yeah. by that much. Uncle Ive would have went to another dimension if that hit. Yeah, it was so close. <laughs> Dude, man. he got so high in the air. Yeah. Dude, also, can we talk about why did they give him like a few more minutes? Yeah, let's talk about let's the doctor. Yeah, they asked him that like speak Portuguese to him. Yeah, like, you, you wh- get you get. What are we doing? You get five minutes. The doctor call basically calls it after two minutes. And Johnny said, he's like, he asked me where I was. I don't know what country Abu Dhabi's in. <laughs> so I he's said like, I the desert. Say something wrong. And then he literally goes, I want to he say definitely wasn't. Wrong. He definitely wasn't wrong. It was yeah. just so broad. <laughs> I'm in the desert, yeah. man. Johnny Walker's hilarious. I mean, that's just such a Johnny Walker answer. But like, bring a translator in. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like I know. Ask him some follow-up questions. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> it was It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Because that was such a, like, it was going to be such a fun fight. Yeah. Like, it was going to be awesome. Be more specific. Like, what day of the week is it? How did you get here? Where Where are you right now? Yeah. Like, like, where are you, like, you know, like, I don't know. Like. Uncle Ive is cursed. Um, That's what, he's fought twice in a year and a half or two years and doesn't have a win or loss on his record. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. What? So. The, the draw and no contest. I'm going to assume brutal. they run that back. I would assume. I feel like that happened. Oh my happened. god, they are going at each other's throats on social media still. <laughs> like, well, Dana kind of confirmed it. I thought already yeah. in the post fight. They should they, run yeah. it back, which I don't I don't, know, that opens the door I don't for someone. I'm so butthurt about it. Like, yeah, yeah, he's one that fucked or fucked up. Like, yeah, yeah. it was such a blatant illegal knee. Like Johnny Walker, it's not like he. It was a hand down illegal knee. It was. He had a whole ass knee down, like crouching. Yeah, like right <laughs> against the fence. Oh yeah, that thing clipped him. Yeah, so I mean, like I I don't get it. I mean I think that strike should be legal, but unfortunately yeah. under this yeah. rule set it's not. Yeah. So like I agree the strike that, should be that, legal, but I don't. Be a DQ. It should have been a DQ, hundred percent. It should have. I think it should have been clearly. All right. God, so we got people getting kneed in the face, not getting DQ'd. We have legal knees to the face. Yeah. Getting, like the fight getting stopped. Yeah. And then, ugh. All right. Kamar- it is so inconsistent. Kamara Usman. It's not that hard to uh, watch. Like, see a knee down. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. All right. Komain, Kamara Usman, Hamzat Chemaev. Noah, you said something really interesting in the group chat about how you need to rewatch it because you're seeing a lot of kind of uproar about the decision. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. I haven't. I haven't done rewatched it yet. either. I've seen the same thing. Like I've even seen some people score it for Usman. So, so have I. I've seen like. So I, I watched this thing and had like a bunch of different analysts that scored it, and it was like, most people had it twenty nine twenty eight to Hamza, but I would say like a good like thirty percent had it draw or Usman winning. Like, I feel like from my first perspective, like of watching it, I don't see how that. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. 30, yeah, I thought so. Like, I had, me too. I think I'm. I was thinking twenty nine, twenty eight, Hamzat, because I I gave Usman the second round. That's the round I would give Usman yeah. if I could, and people were literally people online are saying like, that last takedown that Hamzat got in round three, he just gassed out and did nothing with it. And everyone was like, I was scoring the round for Kamaru before he got that takedown. Yeah. And like, well, we, say, we kind of thought that too, game. though. We kind of said like, he sealed the round with that takedown. Yeah. And those people gave a 10-8 to Hamzat in round one. So like, I saw hmm. a whole bunch of draws. Was, was round one a 10-8? 
dude. You have to be in real danger for me. Like, That's what I, I was going to say. Like, he, it was a clear win for Hamzat, but yeah. I mean, the one, like, was Usman ever in danger of being finished? That's how I no. think a 10 8s is like, you have Same. to be to the brink of being finished. To get it and well being dominated for the entire round. He did everything round. but hurt him though. Yeah, like that was such a dominant round. Yeah, oh, it was that. extremely dominant. Nobody does that to Kamaru Usman. Like no, God, I almost okay. So going into this fight, you know how we said we were gonna get a lot of questions answered. Yeah, I don't think I got any of them answered. Oh, I think I like, did. I think I did because I really don't think I do because I feel like Hamzat is just like a round one psychopath. And then he looks mediocre the rest of the fight. Like, like a 10-day short notice yeah. Usman, this does not impress me that much. I think... Like, I don't know. So you're saying... I was my, that was one of my questions for you, too. Was stock up, stock down, or stock the same for Hamzat? I think stock the same for Hamzat, and I think stock the same for Usman. I'm kind of underwhelmed with how this played out, if I'm going to be oh honest. My, like, I am... I am Cole, what do you think? I mean, we kind of expected this from Hamzat. <clears throat> um... Fuck, bro. Yeah, I agree, I guess. Like, you can't make them... Neither of them lost stock, that's for sure. If anything, I think Hazma probably gained a little bit. I think... But if you keep Usman right where he is... I think think it's stock up for both of them. Like, Kamara Usman looked like... Like, that man gained so much respect for me for first (laughs) taking this fight, and second of all, surviving, and honestly, like, in the third round, he was throwing some big strikes at Hamza. Like, that man... Yeah. Kamara's a badass. Like, I'm gonna give him that. After getting dominated round one and then start round two, he puts Hamza on the back on the back foot. Like that was nuts, dude. Also, one of the coolest pre-fight stare downs I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah that was so sick. <laughs> like Hamza do- fours looking at each other. Yeah, Hamza doing his weird eye thing. Ass eyes. Yeah, and Kamaru did it. Did his usual like step across the ring and yeah. arm up thing. Yeah, it was sick. Um, Hamza in my needs to switch up his game plan. Hamza like, in my he's got. It makes me think if he can take down Usman and control Usman the way he did, he definitely could have done that to Paulo at least once or twice. Um, yeah. Paulo is much more of a threat on the feet, for sure, than Kamaru. Yeah. I think I still watching it, looking back, I still think Paulo Costa beats. I still think he would have beat Hamzat, in my opinion. If you oh you, you have to survive round one. If you survive round one, yeah. Because Hamzat will be Hamzat say. will beat anybody in the UFC in round one. I feel like with how he comes yeah. out, <laughs> dude, he comes out like a bat out of hell in round one. I've never seen anything like yeah. it, dude. Like, but the thing is, then he just looks average. Like, and with some of the shots like Kamara was hitting Hamzat with, like, I don't know if you take those if Paulo Costa's behind it. Like, the thing is with Hamzat, the one thing like people will say he looked gassed or he looked tentative in rounds two and three. I think he was just. Fu- I think he definitely fought smarter like he didn't get in a brawl like he did with gilbert like that showed some growth right there no and i do think his gas tank looks a lot better yeah. at middleweight than welterweight but still man he was slowing down at the end of that fight if that goes yeah. two more rounds i think five round, completely drowned him yeah I didn't th- five round hamzat probably yeah. looks a lot different kamaru so, never gets tired so i think hamzat is I mean, depending on who you give him, he could get a lot of middleweights out of there in round one. Say Paulo's in there. But say like you don't get to. finished, man. I feel like as that fight goes on, like, Hamza just doesn't... Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll Does see. that change who you think would win then if he did fight Costa? Say, say it one more time, Cole. Like, if he did end up having to fight Paulo like he was supposed to, does that change? 
I would have picked Paulo. Like I said that before the fight. I looking back, I still think even after watching that, I think Paul. I think Paulo is such a. I think he's just a such a bad matchup for Hamzat. Just the strength. He has the strength to oppose him. He's got great takedown defense, and he's got he's got pop. Like a volume striker, I don't feel like is going to be a threat to Hamzat because Hamzat's just a psychopath. Like he's going to just walk through the shots. You got to be able to put him out. He's powerful enough. I feel like you got to put him out. Um, yeah, clearly. Well, I mean, that's the yeah. thing, though. What if you can survive against Hamzat? I think you can put it on him late rounds. I don't know. I just th- I'm a big I just I'm a big Hamzat guy. Like, like I I'm like a big believer. Take, you're gonna absolutely despise this take. Like a Marvin Vittori of the world. If like Hamzat can't walk through him rounds four and five, Vittori's just gonna come at him and throw punches, and Hamzat's gonna be gassed. Yeah, he'll be like, gassed, but Jesus Christ, a Marvin Vittori punch. What's that gonna do to anybody? <laughs> No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, how bad Hamzat looks in, like, round three. No. Take that to round four. He's going to look worse round I mean, five. Like, we haven't seen him in a five-rounder. We don't know exactly. if, he, we don't know if he's going to – we like, don't, know, don't know, like, it could, it, would he fight the same even if you knew he had another two rounds to prepare for? Would he try to conserve some energy? Who knows? Um, Dude. Clearly, so obviously Dana – Also, the, the non-willingness to exchange at all with Kamara, really, I was just yeah. – Kind of like Did, okay, bro. I mean, like, smart. why do you not trust your hands that much? We know you Did, have them. Do you think he got too overconfident? Like, I don't need a strike. I'm just gonna take him down again after what he did round one because he thoroughly dominated one of the best wrestlers in the UFC on the ground. Like, right. thoroughly held him down. Kamaru I mean, that's why anything. he won the fight, man. Yeah. He out wrestled him. So clearly, what, what if he can't do that? We'll see. Yeah, I mean, without the takedowns, Kamara wins that yeah. fight all day. Well, clear, that's all Hamza really yeah. had the whole entire fight. Which is weird because we all thought Hamza might spark him yeah. on the feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, true. Well, and then I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Hamza does this thing where he gets tentative if he feels like he's gonna lose somewhere. Like, yeah. cause I remember the Gilbert fight, he kept it standing up because Gilbert was like, like welcoming the grappling exchanges. Yeah. Like, maybe I can catch you in something. Then yeah. Hamza kept it on the feet. He like didn't even try to take so. Clearly, let's start with what Usman said after the fight. It sounds like he wants to stay at middleweight because he called out Drake's Duplessis. He, he, he called out there, he man. called out Duplessis because he like Hamzat got prom. Basically, the Hamzat Usman, both of them got promised whoever won that fight yep. was going to get Strickland. That was which and Dana. I like that Dana said that because that's how Dana got. Why would Usman take the fight if he wasn't a guaranteed a title shot? You almost have to right, say that. Right. So he called out DDP. I know Whitaker also called out Usman. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so that's what it sounds like for Usman. I'm kind of glad Usman's staying at middleweight because he's big, he's strong, and I still think he looks good. Yeah. Um, so that'd be it. I like I like that. Hamzad is. I mean, obviously he's getting Strickland, and I have to vent about something here. Okay. So I I showed you guys the opening odds. Like some they some bookie released opening odds. It was like minus three hundred for Hamzad, and I don't remember yeah. what Strickland's were. Sean Strickland. You you guys also already know I, you guys already know I hate, yeah. you, guys, you guys already know I strongly dislike that guy. I think he's I hate him. I don't like his personality, and I think he's the least talented male champion of all time. But all right, so, oh my God. so but it's I'm not gonna talk about that. I'm gonna talk about something he said. He said he goes after the fight. He said why does he, he was going on a rant about like I'll like oh, I will yeah. fight him, but why like why does Hamzat deserve this fight? Like going on a rant about Hamzat deserving the fight. Yeah, Sean Strickland. Is two and, he's two and two in his last four before his title fight. He beat Imavov, 
who was mm-hmm. ranked like 14 at the time, and he beat unranked Abus Magomedov and got a title shot. He is one. Of, he was one of the most undeserving title shots of all time, which I also talked about on here. And he's talking about somebody well, else not deserving true. it. Kamaru Usman's a better win than anybody Sean Strickland beat in his last four fights. Like oh, for sure. Like Sean Strickland is the last guy that should be talking about. The only reason that, Sean Strickland got the title fight is because Izzy cleared out the yeah. yeah it, That's the whole reason he got yeah, it. Yeah, and Izzy like, called Dana White and was like, "Duplessis not fighting. I want to fight on this card. Just give me yeah. Strickland." Like yeah. it has, Izzy's a, like Sean Strickland did not deserve it, and now he's telling someone else he doesn't deserve no. it. Like I don't, I don't agree with that. I think Hamza murders him. I can't wait to watch him. Dude, murder. I don't know. I feel like Sean his stand up his his stand up is good, dude. If Hamza takes down Usman and controls Usman like that, people I know Sean Strickland good takedown defense. This and that. It doesn't matter what your takedown. Usman's got one of the best takedown defenses ever. Uz, yeah. If Hamza gets shot, yeah, down, true. What was that stat? It was like he's defended, yeah. I think, like ninety-five percent. Yeah, he's gonna take. He's gonna. He's gonna take it down once in his career, and it was a trip by Leon in their first fight. And, and then Hamza takes yeah. him down four times. Hamza, Hamza will get yeah, from number one, like hardest person to take yeah. down. No, he's not even the top ten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, no. Sean, and Sean Strickland is not nearly as strong as Kamar Usman or decorated in grappling. Hamzat is going to submit Sean Strickland or TKO him on, on the ground in round one or two. That's what's going to happen when they fight. Like, I cannot wait to watch it because Hamzat is a champion. I feel like he's going to be incredibly entertaining. But I just we'll hate Sean Strickland. With, I hate him, and I hate what he said, everything. But that's my take on that. I just – I am scared because – yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to pick Hamzat because I think he's – Probably better, but my God, if Sean Strickland can keep this on the feet, Hamzat is going to get slaughtered. That's what I'm thinking, though. He's going to get slaughtered. Well, yeah. He will not hit Sean Strickland more than eight times on the feet. Like, Sean Strickland will just slip and counter and use defense and beat his ass. How do you expect Sean Strickland to keep a fight fight with Hamzat on the feet if Kamara Usman can't? Like, I just don't... No, I know, I'm saying, like, yeah. I'm just thinking, has to take him down and get him out of there. Yeah. Like, In my yeah. head, I just keep thinking of, like, a Sean O'Malley and Ojo. Like, if you can somehow... Like, we thought Sean O'Malley was going to get taken down three times, yeah, four but times. Yeah, Sean, Sean and Sh- well, Strickland and O'Malley... Well, obviously a completely different weight class. Because, I mean, O'Malley uses movement and quickness and everything. Strickland's a pressure fighter. It's pressure versus pressure in that fight. Strickland versus Hamzat. Yeah. Like... Yeah, yeah. Like... Because... I mean, I think Hamza probably gets him out of there because he's such a better grappler. But, like, even if Sean can survive rounds two, ra- survive round three, somehow keep it standing around four and five, I could see him getting him out of there on the feet. He, he, Absolutely. He I could. could, but I don't. I give that man zero chance. <laughs> I hate him. See. I think it's be closer than we think. I hate him. And I, I can't. Think it will be I don't Whenever know. we think it's gonna go one way or the other, it's gonna yeah, dude. It's that's gonna be like that's a what I'm saying. decision to Hamza. We're gonna be like, what the shit? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or we're gonna, you're gonna, or Noah, you're we're gonna be overly confident. No, it, it's gonna go. Happen. That fight will go one of two ways. It's either gonna go directly against me, and Strickland will catch him in a guillotine or something, or Noah's <laughs> complete, or Noah's completely wrong, and Hamza's gonna one two Sean up the middle and put him, send him to hell. Like those, yeah, those are the two true. ways that fight goes. What are we gonna do if uh, if freaking Sean wins that by submission? Like I will. Uh, the we odds on stop. that, the oh, odds on that would be insane. Oh my dude, we gotta get a bookie so I can throw a couple bucks on that. All right. Like a minus five thousand. All right, let's talk about the main event. 
since we kind of have to. <laughs> Do we have to? We Islam Mahachev head kick knockout over yeah, Alexander. Okay, let me just put this question out there already. Okay. Volk even mentioned, actually, I don't even know if he mentioned it, but a lot of people are saying, most people are probably saying his camp did not matter. It would have not changed the outcome of this fight. But say he does have his full five, six week camp. Is is this different? I'm not. It doesn't end in the in the first huh? round. I tell you what. Yeah. No. I don't. There's an. Uh, we are always talking about morning combat. Combat. What's that? The main guy's name? Not BC. The other, BC. Luke Thomas. Luke, Luke Thomas. Luke he said. He tweeted right after. He goes. There's not a. There's no one. There's not a lightweight that, in the world that can beat Islam Mahachev on 17 days notice. Yeah. And I agree with that. I don't think there is. I I also I also agree with that. Um, I'm not, I don't know if it changes the winner necessarily. Like Islam could very well still win on a, he'd mm. still be that favorite, heavy favorite in, on a full camp, but I don't think Volk gets sparked out in round one. No, especially like how he obviously wasn't training fully either. Like he weighed a hundred, what did he weigh? 154 and a half. I think it was. Okay. But like, did he weigh like 190 or some shit? Yeah. Like, yeah. He weighed 181 when he got the call. I think he said. That's brutal, man. Like, short notice. I get he was trying to, like, you know, like, we all thought it was written in the stars for yeah. him, but I, yeah. it just sucks, man. That was, it was a bad decision by Pond Volk's part. It really Very, was. No, yeah, because, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I wish it I wish they would have thrown Poye to the Wolves or Gamrot to the Wolves instead and let Volk get so a full week uh, or full camp. But, you know, it is what it is. What Volk said afterwards was kind of disturbing in a way. <laughs> I don't know if you saw his press conference. Where he's yeah. like, I get in, I go to such a dark, depressed place basically when I'm not fighting. I yeah. had to, I had to accept this yeah, as soon as I called. And oh, then, that and, sucks. and like he's already talking about like he's the inactivity. He's like, he goes, I don't care if I get cleared the day before I'm fighting Ilya Tapuria in January. Why the what? Why? Why would you fight in three months against Ilya? You know I'm I'm gonna go out and say this: if he fights Ilya in January. Uh, like coming off of this knockout in that short he's, of time, he's trying to get his clock cleaned. That fight for Volk. Yeah, how, yeah, no. Because I think like, I think he said he has a he got assigned like a sixty day medical suspension. I think is what he said. So that leaves him train. He can basically start training like he's in two months essentially. Cause, and then you got to think like Ilya's probably been practicing for mm-hmm. one his fight. Like he's been I, training. I, 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 I will tell you right now, if if that if that fight gets booked, I will put my money on Ilya yeah. for that. I'll tell you right now, this this short notice after just getting head kicked, like he's clearly his mental's not yeah. in the best state. Like, yeah, I don't know. Which like he said, he has a sports psychologist and he does all that stuff too and everything, but I just don't think like his coming back that quick from a knockout like that, his chin is gonna be drastically affected you make Ilya you, you have to make Ilya max for the interim like tomorrow yeah. and then let the winner fight Volk like yeah. I know it's risky because do you really want max Volk four or whatever it is yeah four like do you really want to yeah. risk that do you want to risk another up-and-comer by feeding him to Max Holloway who just kills every up-and-comer but like you can't put <laughs> Volk out there unless you say okay Vol- schedule Volk Ilya for March or something give Volk a little bit more time but yeah, I don't know. That's my take. It's yeah. I don't know. This sucks. This actually like, man, because now he's never gonna go up and get the lightweight strap. That those dreams are basically crushed. His only his only chance to do that is if Islam isn't the champion. 
Yeah, but like, like if he keeps winning at featherweight and like Oliveira or Gaethje is the champion, I wouldn't be surprised if they call him out. Um, but I don't know. But, but like after you after you lost twice at lightweight, yeah. I don't know, bro. Like, what if Volk? Just... I mean, what if Volk becomes a full time lightweight? True. True. Because he could like. That if, would be his only chance if, if he went full time to lightweight. If like if Max, for if say Max beats Ilya for an interim title, like Volk, Volk might be so motivated to be a lightweight champion and go champ champ, he might just drop the featherweight. Yeah, honestly, that's probably a good move for him. Like, what does he have to prove? At he doesn't have anything yeah. to prove at featherweight. He has nothing. He's, He's already, the best yeah. featherweight of all time. Yeah. Like, I mean that's. And let's be real. How much does a win over Ilya Tapuria do for a legacy right now? No, it doesn't do anything, yeah. especially when you're sitting on such a pedestal. Yeah. Like, what do, you, what do you think, Cole? That move, dude. I just, do you think he can just weather that storm though of lightweight? I feel like the lightweight division that is a gauntlet. That I, is a gauntlet. I'd pick. <laughs> I'd, I mean, I'd pick him over all those grapplers, like those young grapplers, the Gamrots and the Sarukians. Like his grappling. Yeah. If his grappling holds up with Islam, it's going to hold up with them. Yeah. And if I'd pick him over the only lightweight right now that I would think I would pick over Volk is Charles. I'd pick Volk over Gaethje and Poye right now. Gaethje could give him problems. He could, but Volk might go to his grappling against Gaethje because we all know Gaethje can wrestle, but he also avoids wrestling. And he, he his, I think, I don't know, we'll see. But that's this is a bunch of hypotheticals. Speaking of Justin Gaethje, I, there is a lot of fun fights for him though. Do you know who called out Justin Gaethje today? On Twitter, Max Holloway for the BMF title. I didn't see that. Oh, take my money, dude. Yeah. Take, my money. <laughs> take it. I will watch that every day of the week. Dude, that oh, that might be the best boxing like match we've seen in forever. Because uh, Islam said he wants to fight in March, because that's right before Ramadan starts. Um, so if Gaethje gets a title fight, obviously Gaethje will take that. But if Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Olives gets the title fight in March, which he should. I mean, I think it'll be Oliveira. Then Gaethje's like said, "I'll wait around until the end of the year. I don't care. Schedule Gaethje Max for that BMF title." And absolutely, absolutely. Did you see also see who Daniel Cormier said Islam should fight next though? The winner of Colby Leon. No, Daniel Cormier said Islam's next title defense should be against Conor McGregor, the money fight. The, oh yeah, no, I did the, see that. The Khabib oh, Connor I, remake. Dude, it's so crazy. Just Connor, he can get whatever the fucking fight he wants. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. He can sit out for four years and give him a belt chance. <laughs> the, Literally. The pull that guy has. That. Oh my goodness. It's just insane. He has UFC by the ball. He does. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, if he said I want that lightweight strap, Dana would be like. Go for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Care. I mean, that's the biggest payday for. Yeah. Um. So I think I don't know. That's awesome. Then I don't know. I think yeah. You go Oliveira next for him. Michael Chandler said he wants to knock out. He's gonna knock out McGregor and then go knock oh. out Islam. <laughs> if Michael Chandler somehow snuck his way into a belt opportunity, I would be such a happy camper. <laughs> Dude, that's another guy. Like you never know what's gonna happen. He just, Chandler, I mean, he just no, fought. it's all. I mean, it's all about matchups and styles. Chandler matches up so much better against someone like Islam was, than someone like Dustin Poirier or Gaethje. 
<laughs> like Chandler might be the worst matchup for Islam. He might be the single worst one. Yeah. Like, some psycho who can't get Joe, the I love that fight actually. Uh, but yes, so that is the main event. Um, but yeah, that was a fun card altogether. It <sighs> yeah. was fun. Um, there's not really any like UFC announcements to go over outside of the Jones Miacic, which we already kind of touched on. Um, Dana said they're rebooking that for next year. Like they're gonna, just gonna book it as a double retirement, basically. Yeah, that's honestly fair. Yeah. Don't don't let either of those guys fight one of these up and coming studs. Yeah. Don't don't do it. Don't tarnish <laughs> John's legacy or Stipe's. Uh, let them go out fighting each other. Uh, but. Yeah, somebody asked Dana, he's like, did you offer Stipe the interim shot against Pavlovich? And Dana's like, it'd be disrespectful to even ask. But, like, everybody knows that Stipe would get sent to another dimension, just like Nganu <laughs> with Pavlovich. Right him, dude. Oh, God. Like, it would be bad. But speaking of Stipe and him getting sent to another dimension, let's talk about Francis Nganu this weekend. Tyson Fury. And they're, they're calling it, like, the Rumble and the Riyadh, I think is what they're calling it, because it's in the Riyadh Arena or something in the Saudi Arabia. Um, oh, that's fun. I think it's stupid that Tyson Fury is the heavyweight champion of the world and taking these these weird fights instead of defending his belt, but whatever. Who's going to stop yeah. him? Right. As the resident Francis Ngannou fan and lover, it's a win for me this weekend if Francis Ngannou doesn't get knocked out. Yeah. Yep. That's that's a win for me. <laughs> There's no fucking chance he wins, right? He has to be rooting for him like a son of a bitch. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"What?" laughs> he is. God. I was thinking about this on my drive home today. He has a better chance than like if you were to make like Sean O'Malley Tank Davis, like they've been talking, like Sean's been calling out strictly because yeah. it's a heavyweight fight and nobody has the one hitter quitter like Francis Ngannou. Um, yep. And, I mean, Deontay Wilder got out, thoroughly outboxed by Tyson, but he did put him on his ass a few times. He did. If Francis – I don't think Francis is going to hit him much, but if he hits him once, not really good. <laughs> That's his <Yep>. – <laughs> he's, yep. ch- he's got the puncher's chance. Um, he does have the puncher – if anyone has a puncher's <laughs> chance, it's that man. Unfortunately, yeah. he is fighting someone with a granite chin, so that yeah. also sucks. He's got it. Fighting someone with a granite chin who is also – considered by some to be the best heavyweight boxer ever um yeah. who has the footwork of a magician basically and mm-hmm. the head movement of muhammad ali like that tyson fury's got it all francis <laughs> and so francis and i want him to come out like he did against Jorginho rosenstrike that's what i want yep. francis and to do <laughs> same i do too i want him to gas in round one and try to get him out of there yeah like, just pray you don't get countered or something yeah like Put it on him. Um, the th- one thing I like is Francis Francis Ngannou has got one of the best chins ever as well. Yeah. Um, yep. That thing is granite, and they're wearing boxing gloves at least instead oh, of God. MMA four ounces. But it's a win for me as a Francis Ngannou fan if he doesn't get knocked out. And I think it's yeah. incredibly embarrassing to Tyson Fury if he doesn't knock out Francis Ngannou. Yeah, if I had to put money on it, I don't think, like, Tyson Fury is going to go in there and starch him, like, unconscious. But I think he is going to hit him a lot of times in the head, <laughs> and I'm feeling, like, a ref stepping in and stopping the fight. Like Connor, probably... Connor Floyd-esque? Yeah, like Connor, Connor Floyd-esque. But we'll see, man. I'm going to be rooting for Francis mm-hmm. so hard, you have no idea. Cool. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think Tyson's going to win all day long. 
Uh, I don't even know what the... Think about that. I think he's going to hit him with so many... Like punches to the face. France is going to be way too slow in there, I think. Yeah, he like, was. Yeah. Francis, yeah, he's not known for his quickness. Um, <laughs> That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, if he throws like one, he's going to try his crazy ass overhands and yeah, Cole, Jason's going to hit him with yeah. like a three piece before. Cole, he, yeah, Cole, you just missed it when you got up to go to the bathroom. I told Noah I want him to. I want Ganu to come out like he did against Rosenstrike. Bum rush, See, <laughs> sprint right at yeah. him, and throw every punch in the book. <laughs> just yeah. hope, pray you catch him. I feel him. like Tyson would just start laughing. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is just slip out. So Tyson, Tyson Fury. Oh my God! Francis wins, bro. He is going just gonna go crazy. That man is gonna be such a famous individual. He's gonna be like the he yeah. He he's like yeah. That's worldwide stardom if he beats if he beats Tyson Fury and boxing. Tyson's the yeah. He's... Tyson is a minus fourteen hundred and Ganu's plus seven fifty. Sounds yeah. that sounds about right. And you know what else is pissing me off kind of about this fight is Tyson's like, I'm training for him like I trained for Wilder. I'm training for him like I trained for every one of my boxing matches. No, I'm he's like, not. No, don't say that, dude. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. I think Tyson is taking him lightly, um, which gives me a little bit of hope. But I don't know. It's sad. It's going to be really sad because I've never had to watch my favorite fighter get knocked out before. Like my absolute yeah. favorite. And yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to... Like, why, Francis? Francis should have gone to boxing and taken on, like, just, he should have taken on a Wilder or uh, Andy Ruiz or someone like that, like, who he'd still be an underdog against, but someone he has a chance against. Yeah. Like, this is just, it's tough. Or, like, go box Junior Dos Santos, who's doing that boxing <laughs> crap. Like, right. <laughs> God, it just makes me sad. At least we get to watch him murder all the trash cans in PFL after this fight every year True. and win the million-dollar tournament be- for – 20 years in a row as long as he wants yeah, to it's gonna be sweet he's gonna get like a you know 10 15 20 million dollar bag here and then he's just gonna make a lot of money beating up well they actually they're spon- they actually get sponsor money too right on like yeah. the ufc mm-hmm. like appreciate he's gonna that. make a he's lot of money makes so much money he uh he, he i don't know if you guys saw he's wearing uh bringing he brought a bag to open workouts and it says fumbled the bag on it because that's what dana white was saying about him is that he fumbled the bag leaving the ufc it's like no, he is making more, so much goddamn money. It's crazy. No, he's probably gonna make more in this single fight than he would his whole entire like <laughs> UFC career. Yeah. Like, like not up until this point. Which through is cra- whatever future shit as well. Which like, is wild because like the heavyweight champion is never considered like the best or the most technical, but the heavyweight champion of the UFC is the baddest man on the planet. Like that's uh, you have to pay. You got to give them money because that's their reputation. Like. Everybody well, knows it's the most dangerous division in a yeah. game. Like, yeah, you can get knocked out at any moment's notice. Yeah. Right. So, all right. So the next step for today is we had a, lots of discussion as they were talking about Volk and Islam and Usman and all that this past weekend about who our best fighters of all time are. Let's do some goat talk here. We all came Dude. up with our top fifteen lists. This is harder uh, than I it's thought. It's so hard. So, so many fighters are going to be left out, I feel like. I think we should start at 15 and go to 1, even though we all share the same 1. Um, but before we get to 15, I have some honorable mentions that just missed my list as I was naming them. I got some, too. Some of my honorable mentions include Matt Hughes, BJ Penn, Chuck Liddell, and Junior Dos Santos. Those were my four honorable mentions. That's crazy that Chuck Liddell on your list. That's crazy. That what? That's crazy that Chuck Liddell is not on your list, too. Come on. <laughs> two of the guys that Josh said are actually 
Do, on you, my guys, list. do you guys have any honorable mentions? Uh, Dan Henderson is on my list. If we're going like UFC status, he wouldn't be in my honorable mention even. But like overall, as like yeah. a fighter, oh Dan, he has to be. Yeah, I mean, shit, he was he has like was, four world titles in organ, uh, different organizations. Like he was. Well, like, did he? He fought for a belt at like forty six years old. That's like he was old as shit. Yeah, yeah he's the man, mm-hmm. dude. He knocked out like a young Hector Lombard when he was yeah. just old as hell. Yeah. Like. Uh-huh. We did. Oh, I guess I should have shared that we did do strictly UFC. You won't see any Fedor Emelianenko's or anything on here. Um, you also so. Oh yeah, we didn't do woman either. So Amanda Nunes, like she's not going to be on here. Shevchenko, you're not going to see any mentions of people like that. Cole, did you have any honorable mentions? Did you guys say Dominic Cruz? Uh, oh, yeah, he's on. He's on mine too. Dominic I don't Cruz have him as an honorable mention. mention. I have him on the Bro. list. Oh, I like it. Um, I like it too. Also, like Randy Couture is on my honorable mention. Yep, it's fair. Other than those two, I can't really think of any. On All the right, top of my head, first champ, Randy Couture, first person to win a belt in two weight classes. Oh, Cain Velasquez is also on my honorable mentions. Fair. He, he didn't make my list. Fair. So let's start with fi- yeah, fifteen. So I guess a good question here: What did you guys base your list on? This is really hard. This was like, I was trying to figure out my criteria. My criteria is always fucked. (laughs) And mine mine literally is just like their their body of work. So, yeah. All right. So that makes sense. Achievements. Yeah, achievements. Not even necessarily like, yeah, it's just achievements. And honestly, like kind of strength of schedule because I'm like, okay, title defenses does get you pretty far, but like. If it's against some scrubs, I don't know. Sometimes I think if you like have like one or two title defenses and fought a bunch of people, like a certain person who won their belt against number eleven ranked Ally Quinta, um, who yep. might get mentioned on our list. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that's, that's precisely why I have him. I mean, not like super low. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I give the man respect, but we'll talk about him later. Um, yeah. mine is based most off, mostly off like achievements and legacy <clears throat> in that way, but also. I did put some emphasis on like the moments they created and kind of what they the start like kind of the you know you know the the things they did that you remember. Um, yep. And that is precisely why I'll start us with number 15. I got Mr. Champ Champ himself Conor McGregor at 15. Because of uh you know what he did for the UFC the he's the biggest star of all time. He did first Champ Champ at the same time, but yep. one, quite possibly top 2 probably title uh, fight performance of all time along with Cody Garbrandt. Uh, yeah. Conor McGregor was a different beast at featherweight. Motivated McGregor. He would have been, yeah. he could have been top five all time if he stayed motivated. Could have been. And <laughs> but, he was such a specimen. So I have yes. him a little higher up, but. Okay. Okay. I was worried. I was, I'm glad you guys have him on your list. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck yeah. All right. Cause I, I did, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of people who discredit his body of work because of what happened after he left to go box oh, Floyd. No. Oh, my. Yeah. Wins over Max. Wins yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. Like, Jose Aldo. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I have Conor McGregor hey, at 15. Chad Mendes is really good, dude. Like, Conor McGregor was the man, dude. Yeah. Champ, champ. That makes sense. All right. I got Conor McGregor at 15. So. Um, I can go next. Go for I it. have the dude with the most uh, strikes in the UFC. I have Max Holloway at my number fifteen. All right. I, 
I also have him at 15. Um, no. Yeah, I, I love, I love haters. I want, he's literally like my favorite fighter in the UFC, but those three losses to Volk crushed his all time stock, literally crushed it. Like I love that man more than probably anyone in the UFC. He's top three fighter for me. It's just those three losses to Volk are tough. They're so tough that, like he lost to Dustin Poirier. I don't know. Man. I need I need new co-hosts that agree with my narratives. <laughs> come on, I can make a case yeah. for everyone above him over him. Max <laughs> is coming up. Max is coming up on my list. Not at fourteen though. At fourteen, I have someone who just fought this weekend. I have Kamaru Usman at fourteen, the second best welterweight of all time. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'll be um, talking about it. Okay. Just, just, hey, I, we're going to have a lot. Yeah, I, won't say, I won't say too much about him because he has five title defenses. Um, I mean, he and dominant title defenses. Not that they were yeah. all entertaining, but he dominated them, except for the yeah. Colby ones. But, right. yeah, Kamaru Usman, the Nigerian nightmare. He's a beast. He's a beast. God, man. People were saying like if he beats Leon, he's up there with GSP. Yeah, like, well, he wouldn't have. Uh, he would have got. He tied like his win streak or something. He would have tied. Yep. He, was, he was on pace to tie. One, he was going to tie one of his records. I can't remember what it was, but. Mm-hmm. All right, Cole. Who do you have at fourteen? I have a guy that also fought this weekend. This is right foot Volkanovski. Oh, 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 that hurts. He's coming up still. <laughs> Noah just got shot. Cool. Does that mean <laughs> does that mean that Alexander Volkanovsky is not your greatest featherweight of all time? No, he is. Then where what? is Jose where is... Aldo? <laughs> yeah, where is who? Jose Aldo. Oh fuck, he's still coming up. <laughs> Bro, I, I'm looking at the work that they've done though. Jose Aldo is no, I, yeah, so jo- so so Jose is your be- greatest featherweight then, because you can't Jose's not gonna be above Volk because of his bantamweight stuff. I mean, yeah, then for my list, then I would have to say Jose. Okay, all right. I mean, the thing is though, the bantamweight stuff could still influence his all-time stock. He, he could. It could, like, could. Uh, how, it depends on how you want to look at that. I suppose. All right, Noah, who do you have at fourteen? I have Matt Hughes, man, all-time great. Dude had a million title defenses, was on top for a long time. Yeah. What needs to watch out for trains though. He needs to watch out for trains. Bro, come on. <laughs> that was so on the call for it. Oh my god. I'm just uh Josh, I'm just gonna step in front of you then because I know Matt Hughes, I think, was in your honorable mention. He, he Matt was. Hughes was at my number thirteen. Matt Hughes. So yeah. I'll just step in front of you right there. That is Dude, fine. he fought so many times. He was he so did. good for so long. And he, he did. He was at the yeah. top of food chain forever. He did. He has a win over George St. Pierre. So yeah, he armbarred him. Yep. So, uh, Matt Hughes, if you happen to listen to this podcast, I'm sorry for the train joke. Um, but uh, it was good. <laughs> my number thirteen has already been mentioned as well. This is where I have Max Holloway. Yeah, and I got Kamaru Usman at thirteen. Okay. So. I mean, if you think about it, like we all would have pulled from like the same twenty people. Yeah, hundred percent. We did. Yeah, I'm yeah. curious. I think it's gonna be. I think I the most. I think the most interesting is gonna be the ten to six range. Is what I think. Um, 
Because I think anyone mentioned yeah, from 10 to, fi- to our honorable mentions has a case to be up to 10, I think. Um, my number 12 is Dominic Cruz. That is where I put Dom, the greatest bantamweight of all time. Yeah, that's that's fair. I'm honestly, and if I made this list on different days, he's going to be on mine. It's just this time around. He didn't Speaking make it of, up. I have a question for you too. Speaking of greatest bantamweights of all time, a lot of people are saying Eljo could have overtaken that based on legacy and achievements yeah. and title defenses if he beat Sean. Yeah. If Eljo would have beat Sean, would have he have made like honorable mentions even? Yeah. I actually, I actually was thinking about that when I was making my list. Okay. I was like, damn, if you would have beat him, he might sneak into my 15th spot. Okay, gotcha. Like, uh, that's, I was curious I mean, about that. He's fought like the who's who, man. Like, he really has. Like, he's been dominant. All right. God, that's a guy that just gets too much hate. Yeah. Goddamn. Number 13, Cole. Who do you have? Or you said you have Hughes or Usman. Yes, sir. Yeah, Hughes. No, we're on uh, number. I, I, put, I put Matt Hughes. Yeah, we're on, we're on 12. My bad. Who do you got at 12? This is right. Uh, the dude, his highlight reel got me into UFC pretty much. The Iceman Chuck Liddell. This is where I have him. Okay. Yeah. Most um, knockouts in light heavyweight history. It's fucking sick, man. That Electric. God, that dude's like resume of who he's fought is ridiculous. It is. Well, that's what's, yeah, fighting, uh, I feel like when the UFC kind of first started, like those guys were terrible. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> just, he went to you, you saw him, was like. Like Randy Couture and like Alistair Overeem and Vanderlei Silva before he was even in the UFC. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. man, he was All a right. seasoned vet when he got here. Chuck, the Iceman at number 12 for Cole. Noah, who do we have at number 12 on your list? I have Conor McGregor. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Champ, champ. Champ, champ. Fuck, I have the highest on my list. <laughs> All right. Number 11 we're on. This is where I go to the greatest UFC heavyweight of all time. I have Stipe at 11. I have him higher up. He has the most most heavyweight title defenses of all time, and I believe it is at two. That's how crazy the UFC heavyweight division is. That's nuts, dude. He has has like four or five. Well, he, he won it from Verdum. Then he beat Alistair, JDS... DC. Uh, he beat. He has one. Yeah, he beat DC. He beat Nganu. I believe it's. Nganu. Was he? Was that for a title? The first the one. The first one. Yeah. It was for a title. Damn. Let's see. Miacic has three. He okay. He has the record three. for th- at three consecutive. He has four total. Three uh, consecutive. That which is still a crazy record compared to the other weight classes. Because uh, yeah, Stipe looked down another level than most of the people he fought, but and that's he only managed three. That's how crazy heavyweight is. I know that God, they just turn and burn chips yeah. up there. But yes, yeah, Stipe Miocic is at eleven for me. Who Cole? Who do you got at eleven? Uh, Kamar Usman is where I put our boy welterweight beast. Cole has Kamar Usman higher than all of us, and. If I remember right, Kamar Usman was also on Cole's most hated fighters. Cole hates that. Right. Yeah, but no, no, no. We did talk about it though. My <laughs> mind has changed about him with just recency yeah, bias. Yeah. He's, he's a way cooler human being yeah. than what I swear he used to be. God, was he such a cheesehead, you know? Yeah, he was a dork, dude. Uh, he, was. The, he was. Just looking at the camera, like yeah. his me, his mean grin or whatever, is yeah. just fucking cheesy. <laughs> yeah. Noah, number eleven. I have I have Chuck Waddell here. That guy did so much for MMA. I mean, God, 
He fought Kevin Randleman, Vitor Belfort, Randy Couture, Alistair Overeem, like Rampage, Tito, Randy Couture again. Like, mm-hmm. he literally fought everybody. Vanderlei, Vanderlei, mm-hmm. Shogun, Rich Franklin. Like, this guy literally has fought mm-hmm. everyone ever. Mm-hmm. Like, he has to be on your list. He's a beast. All right, top ten. So I take back one thing I said to Cole earlier because my number 10 is Jose Aldo. And I consider Jose Aldo the third best featherweight of all time. I think Max is a better featherweight all time than Jose Aldo. But I do recognize the pre-UFC work that Jose did. And also, you know, he fought for a title at bantamweight. He got destroyed by Piotr Jan. But he did. He yep. had success at bantamweight, so I think I credit that. And I know it's a UFC ranking, but Strike Force Aldo is different. <laughs> yeah. But I have Jose I, Aldo at ten. So. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Cool. I got it. Oh yeah, Cole, take it away. Let's see. Oh, uh, this is where I put Conor McGregor. Okay. Yeah, he, he, he had to. Yeah, he had to crack my top ten just for pretty much what he's done. Got that's it. Fair. Biggest of all time. Noah, number 10. That is the at 10. Yeah, second best weight of all time. For I mean, sure. He's, his body of work is nuts. He has some crazy highlight reel finishes. He's, he's a stud wow. He is. I will be visiting Izzy. He's come with it. Yeah. yeah, me too. All right. Number nine for me is where I have Alexander Volkanovsky. I got Volk at nine. That was the greatest featherweight ever. You know, just the dominance is uncanny. It's crazy. Um, wow, that's crazy. I have him higher. <laughs> All right. I have Izzy much higher than you had him, so we'll be revisiting him. Okay, yeah. all, right, all right, all right. Oh, I feel like you guys are going to hate me. I don't know. This guy either – yeah, I, I feel like this guy's probably not even on your guy. He has to be, though, right? Who? who? All right, let me hear. Habib yeah, he's Yeah, he's on my list. Yeah, I, uh, I would put him way higher. Obviously, he's undefeated, but he did, he kind of just at the end of his career, where he could have fought. Was that, was that nine, Cole? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. I, yeah. I also I also have him at nine. Okay. Like uh, his body work, it, it is good. Like he's beaten a lot of studs, but see, just his I, fight style is. Just... Let's talk about Habib a little bit because Habib's my eight. Habib, he was my next guy. Okay. Twenty nine yeah. and zero, obviously impressive. I mean, obviously, the cans he fought in Russia were absolute cans. I thought he lost to Glacen Tebow. Um, ah, I was just going to yeah, say that, bro. Glacen con- Tebow gave him a run for very his con- he, he went like 0 for 12 on takedowns against Glacen Tebow and got outstruck and still uh, won the fight somehow. Um, yeah, but like pressure. pressure, Khabib, dude, like, pressure. Khabib did beat some big names. <laughs> I mean, he beat Edson Barbosa. He beat RDA. He beat Poye, Gaethje. He beat Connor, even though that was – Connor after a two-year layoff or whatever. Yeah, I think Khabib. I don't think Khabib. I think I think Khabib handpicked his opponents pretty hef- heavily. He never picked anybody that gate was a stylistic like tough matchup once. RDA was the closest. Um, well, granted, obviously like Tony, it wasn't really his yeah. fault. That shit was just partially it was yeah, though. Habib, Habib partially that was his fault because he missed weight so bad he had to go to the hospital the one time he was supposed yeah. to fight Tony. So one time it was Habib's fault, um, but. And I also, like Cole said, rubbed me the wrong way how he – I know he said it was for his dad or, or whatever. his father his died. Yeah, I like, I, I get that. But, he like, I do think as much as I can resonate – like, I can agree with that. Like, it's a good – like, I cannot – I'm not going to hate on the guy for quitting because his dad passed right. away. 
it doesn't you it's still gonna affect his legacy though because he left a lot on the That's table what i'm saying left, a, left lot a lot, on the, lot table. on the table him and Oliveira, come on like he could have fought Oliveira. um who knows what it had like he i mean michael chandler just came to the ufc he never fought tony like obviously we, he was never gonna fight islam but maybe volk moves up and fights habib like he left he left a lot of meat on the bone with his career yeah so that's why i have him at 20 or at eight yeah i just even dude even body of work for everyone i have coming up i think is better than i agree i agree with like i I could make a case for sure for every single person i have coming up that they fought tougher talent yeah i mean i think you can look even looking at my list i think jose aldo and like max holloway like people, like, I would definitely say Jose and Max fought better fighters than oh, yeah. Habib did. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and I like what Jose Aldo always said about Habib because for some reason Habib hates Jose Aldo, and he always uses Jose's all losses against him. And Aldo just always says like, if you haven't lost, you haven't challenged yourself enough. Like Habib, he quit yeah. early. He never, he wouldn't, he'd never fought the grapplers of the division. Like no. I don't know, but that lost to Glace and Tybo. Yeah, he is my number eight. Cole, who is your number eight? Didn't I already say my number eight? You had Khabib at no, nine. Maybe, no. Okay, no, sorry, I'm tripping. Uh, this is where I put... Say that one more time, Cole. Aldo. Aldo. I put Aldo here. I, I, have, um, Aldo, I have Aldo at eight, too. Just... <sighs> Jeez Louise, guys, you guys are... Hand in I hand. mean, bro, those eight title defenses, I found their way. He was so dominant when mm-hmm. Connor came. Like, without Connor, although still there. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously not right now in time, he's still there, but. Yeah. Fuck, he was so good, dude. His leg kicks would literally could chop my leg in half. He was a machine, man. He was a world beater. He Just, came to the UFC roaring, ready to go. Yeah. See, we talk about. Uh, question for you guys, since you both have LDO8. Noah, you mentioned Max fell off because of his three losses to Volk. Do the two knockout losses for Aldo to Max affect his legacy as that much? Um, well, I thought it was also kind of at the end of Aldo's career, and yeah. I also take I take Aldo's like move down and doing well that affects his career okay. positively for me, and his body of work pre UFC also okay. kind of boosts his stock for me. Um, but oh, absolutely! If he, I mean, shit! If you had to beat Max in those fights, I. I'll tell you what, yeah. I would have Aldo quite a bit higher yeah. on my list. Like, gotcha. we could chalk up the Connor to a fluke, and then we could just be like, Aldo is a world. Yeah. But, yeah. Gotcha. All right. Where are we at? We're at seven, right? Yes, sir. This is where I have Triple C, Henry Cejudo, the king of cringe. Oh, really? Uh, I love it, Josh. Flyweight champ, bantamweight champ, beat a who's who, very dominant. I think I'm not a big fan of the guy, by any means. Um, but I'm not. I, I can I can hey, appreciate greatness. That's crazy. He didn't make my list. He did, Henry Cejudo I, didn't make your list. Henry Cejudo didn't, didn't make my list. list. He didn't make my list either, bro. I thought, about, I thought about it. I didn't miss him. I did no, I didn't either. On purpose. Okay. I didn't even. Yeah. No, he didn't make my list All right. either. But I had Triple C up there. I think his just. Dude did I fucking beat one of my top four. A guy in my top. Yeah, so. uh, he'd be one of my top four as well, controversially. But, um, yeah, oh, I, so controversial. I, I watched that fight and I not do not stand with it, but whatever. Yeah. I so I okay. 
Just like you guys had Liddell way higher than I did, I guess I have Triple C way higher than you did. Yeah. You guys did. Hey. I'm, I'm shocked you got your top 10, Josh, to be honest. I'm not a fan of the guy. I'm not, I don't want anybody to think I like Henry Cejudo because I think he sucks. He sucks. But he's a good fighter. All right, Cole, number seven. Israel Adesanya, man. Fuck. He would have been, I should probably be my top five for almost a lovely guy, but yeah. fuck Sean Strickland for dethroning oh, his Oh, I'm going to talk about um, that. <laughs> I know. I would have him a couple spots higher if that never happened. But dude, like he's had some movie moments. Like, yeah, I'm brain farting. The prayer knockout. Prayer knockout. No, well, that of course. But I'm just thinking when he stood and looked at uh, Kelvin oh. Gastelum. Yeah. That fight was fucking oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, that was that was a good fight. All right. Uh, he's just yeah. he's been some bangers. Oh, we'll I get mean, going in there and just starching Costa. Yeah. That was ridiculous. We'll get to yeah. Yeah. nobody. Nobody starches Paulo. Is him. He was drunk. All right, Noah, who is your seven? My seven, I have, this is where I have Stipe, actually. I think he's fought the who's who of the heavyweight division. Yes. This, tear, this tear is ridiculous, dude. Like, Mark Hunt, Andre Orlovsky, Fabricio Verdum, Alistair Overeem, JDS, Francis Ngannou. What about, Shut up. What about Stefan? Who's just the DC... Beats him twice. What happened to Stefan Struve? Yeah, he got knocked out, all right? Yeah, I know. Weird ass. That is such a weird stain on his record, dude. Yeah. <laughs> is still coming up for me, so. Yeah. All right, yeah. my number six. This is where I have Israel Adesanya. And if you want to throw it back to one of our older podcasts, right after he beat Alex Pereira and knocked him out, I made the claim that Israel Adesanya was my greatest middleweight of all time. That's where that, I said that, um, and he was was I had him at number four. Like he would have been number four on my list until he got dominated by a piece of shit like Sean Strickland. So I dropped him two spots. If so, some losses do not hurt your resume. That, that one that does. Uh, not, uh, that one does. If, that one does. And if honestly, everyone's gonna lose. Like everyone's gonna yeah. lose. But you know, someone like you know Izzy what? Stature should yeah, never yeah. lose that type of I'm glad we're bringing that up because it's it's the way he lost that hurt it more. Yeah. Yeah. If you right. got knocked out in round one, that would have hurt it less. But the fact that Shaw just went in there and dominated yeah. him for five Izzy, rounds. Yeah, like, he shut down yeah. every one of yeah. Izzy's moves. Like, yeah. you think if you're as great yeah. as Izzy, like, he could adapt to yeah. that. No, Izzy, went out that. Izzy comes back and gets his belt back at some point. No, then he goes he back, he'll go up. To- He's, Fly up my rank. Especially because he's Sean Strickland's not going to be the champ by the time Izzy's back. If Izzy, no, if Izzy comes no. back and beats like Hamzad or something, holy shit. Then you got to yeah. have a talk about that, man. Because his body of work is crazy. Beating Whitakers, Cannoneers, uh, Gastelums, yeah. knocking out Alex Pereira the way he did. That's more, that's the greatest UFC moment I've ever watched live. Like, yeah. that's that, yeah. like all, all he, he beat killers he fought killers yeah Israel Adesanya is awesome and I love the guy but he dropped two spots for me because of that and a guy I strongly strongly dislike is at number five now and I didn't want to put him top five but he is um we'll get to that though Cole who's your number six (laughs) I have I believe the second champ champ in UFC history I put DC Daniel Cormier god Cold. Right here. That's that's who I have at six too. We, we've been matching quite a bit, Noah. Yeah, but we have, been, we have. Been. Yeah, I mean, if I do, if John Jones isn't there, DC is probably like, fuck. John Jones just a kryptonite. Like DC is beating everybody. If John Jones like goes to prison for a while and like like isn't in the UFC while DC is going on his reign. Daniel Cormier is probably the best fighter of all time. Like that man was yeah. so dominant. Dude, <laughs> like, does it like just his? 
like his body shape. Like he was just a chub. Like he doesn't look like he should be in good shape, but he could fight five rounds in his sleep. Like God, I don't know. DC was sick. No, DC wasn't I sick. Should, I could, don't I like have him. him higher. Daniel Cormier was my number five. I hate the guy, but he's not my number five. I think he's a <sighs> shitty commentator, and I hated how I he. Agree. I hate how he. I, I hate how he fought Anderson Silva, and I hate how he. I hate that he did my Jake guy. Rumble. To I, yeah, I hate. <laughs> I hate they did my guy rumble like that. Yeah, why do you? They need to quit letting him commentate fights that Islam and Habib and those guys fighting. Uh, yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't hard. care about the other fighters. DC's a dick. He was a boring <laughs> fighter, but he. Yeah. I. He's good. Okay. Yeah. No, I respect that you still I, kept him in your top five, Josh. I don't like the way he commentates. He as I feel like he always dick rides a fighter. Always. And I'm just like, stop it, bro. Give me Laura Sanko in there over DC any day of the week, and I stand by that. The biggest, I will say, the biggest stain on DC's legacy is when Anderson Silva agreed to fight him on like three days' notice at UFC 200 or whatever it was. And Daniel Cormier, it was a fight for the fans, and he just hugged him on the ground and landed like two strikes the whole fight and got booed out of the stadium. That guy sucks. But, yeah, you still have your top five though. Yeah, you Cole, still have the respect. Yeah. Cole, who's your number five? <laughs> uh, this is where I put Stipe. Stipe Miocic. I had to put him above DC just because of the yeah, the trilogy. Like yeah. he beat his ass. Yeah, exactly. I had, him, um, I had him right next to each other. But Noah pretty much said all of Stipe's accolades. So lot, you know, yeah. got, he's got lots of them. A lot of them. No, who is your five? I think my five is this is this was my pick that I thought I was gonna shake up the but my five I have Volk even after he got head kicked by Islam. I mean a short camp, it's like bumped up weight class, twelve yeah, dude. I don't know. These these losses are tough and it was his fault for taking this fight and losing. But like say he does fight Ilya in January and what what are we doing? He's just <laughs> unstoppable. Like yeah. where does Volk go then if if he gets knocked out by Ilya? I'll take. I mean, uh, he'll, down. He goes for down. both of you, I, I, he goes down. He's, he's still in your fifteen. Well, yeah, he'd still be in my fifteen. He's the greatest fighter I mean, ever. Yeah, I feel like losing to. I guess it's probably not as bad as losing to like a Sean Strickland. Yeah, I th- like. I mean, if he loses to him, he'll probably take I'll take a nine month yeah. break or something, and then he'll get an immediate title shot with whoever's the champ. Like, because, yeah. but yeah, who knows? I hope he doesn't. I, I know that's I have him at five, and that like, and since he's still fighting, just based on what he's done, like, mm. it's an aggressive five. But I think honestly, when he is on, he is one of the best fighters I've ever seen. Like I've never seen someone make reads and just shut people down the way he does. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to look. So Noah's shocker was Volk. My shocker was Izzy that high. Uh, Cole kind of went yeah. chalk. He kind of went chalk a little bit. I feel like I didn't have any, any crazy ones. No, you guys are, crazy. yeah, just besides Jose being ahead of that's the only crazy yeah, one. And that's not that crazy. I guess no. I didn't realize that having Triple C on my list was so controversial. <laughs> I definitely thought about yeah, it. But... No, hey. no I, I did I did think about it. And I mean, like, no, I still, I don't think I'd have I also, I, Well, I also felt like, because I put Dom Cruz on my list. Henry knocked him out, and to be and yeah. to win another yeah. weight class's belt and do all that, like he retired on his own terms. He did come yeah. back and lose to Eljo, but if he makes a run here at featherweight or at bantamweight, like again, because like, he's sticking around, like he could. He go. would. He will make my list if he even gets a title shot again. Yeah. Like if he gets a fight or two, like gets one or two more wins, yeah, he'd be on my list. Mm-hmm. 
All right, we are at number four, I believe, right? Dude, are we gonna have the exact same top four? I know. Here? My number four is. I'm, I'm making a switch right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Boom. All right. I'm My number switch. four is Anderson Silva, the best prime of all time. The, the ten title defenses, the longest title reign God, in UFC history. That's your second shocker. Anderson Silva at four is a shocker. I mean, yeah. I would. You, you would have been at five if Izzy didn't lose to Strickland. Oh my, my heart hurts. I can't. I can't say. I couldn't. I you. I can't say Izzy's the greatest middleweight of all time, and then put him behind Silva. I have to stick to what I say. But all right, all right. I do have it. I have. I have Anderson Silva at four. <laughs> my, so I take it. I take. Four, I take it. We don't have the same top four based on that reaction. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> um, I have Mighty Mouse at my number four, dude. I love this. We all have different fours. That's awesome. Wait, what? Oh, Who is <laughs> Noah's? There's no way. No, I. Are you about to play? GSP is my four, baby. GSP is my four. Oh. I'm a GSP hater. I'm a I, GSP hater. I'm about, very loud and proud. Is there a more exciting fighter, really, than like Demetrius Johnson, though? More exciting? I don't. People I didn't, mean, people didn't think he was exciting because he just dominated I that think much. He's so tight. <laughs> just like I watched his podcast with Joe. I think it was a while ago. But everything bad that like a fighter that he's about to fight says about him. Like, say a guy says he can't wrestle. Mm-hmm. Say a guy's bad at jujitsu. I forget who it was. Remember, he's standing or like in the air, locked in an armbar. Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck was that against? Um, Ray Borg. I forget, but the. The dude talks shit about his wrestling. He's like, all right, watch this. Oh, no, are you, you're not talking about the flying arm bar against Ray Borg. You're talking about a different one? No, I think it was the flying arm bar. Oh, like when he suplexed him into an arm bar? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. That was Ray Borg, then, yeah. I know we're not talking about, or we're only keeping this to the UFC, but, dude, even went to one championship, like, immediately bro, won. Beat, yeah. beat him Mariah's, like, that, Adriano yeah. Mariah's is such a gangster. Yeah. He is good. All right. He is like, good. DJ, you know, actually, yeah, no, we are not going to my number three. I need to hear why the hell GSP is number four. <laughs> What's the reasoning? Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, dude is fucking a UDEC machine, and I just think that exactly Anderson and John Jones are better. Okay. I don't know to tell you. All right. Sorry. I don't think I don't think DJ lost to Henry Cejudo. No, I don't I think, think he did either. So and DJ's like, the number three. That's, I'm assuming. That's, a loss, that's a loss on his record. Yeah, he is. DJ's like, my number three as well. And I, I think, I think, uh, uh, GSP got absolutely worked by Johnny Hendricks. Roided Johnny Hendricks. Uh, roided Johnny Hendricks was awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. So DJ is Nolan Eyes three. And I think DJ, if he would have stayed in the flyweight division, he could literally still be the champion. Oh, for sure. Like, do you know for how many sure. title defenses? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Cole, who is your three? Uh, this is where I put GSP, I guess. Okay. So, I mean, Noah said he's a UDEC machine. I feel like that's a great reason to be All in right. the top I three. Just, I know. That, I know <laughs> Dominant. That. I, all these guys are goats, you yeah. know. Come on, like, what could you say? Fair enough. Like, yeah. GSP, the one of my other knocks why I has have met for is that dude takes some damage in his fights. <laughs> like he will win, but he will get fucking cracked a lot, yeah. bro. Carlos Condit fucked him up. Yeah. Like, 
Man, I don't know. All right. God, well, Carlos Condit. I have not. GSP Johnny Hendricks. They all. GSP like, is my it. number two. So. Yeah, fair. I'm not the, gonna hate yeah, on it. Yeah. <laughs> so that means you guys have the Anderson same Tello number. Anderson Silva is my number two. Yep. Yep. And then we all share the unanimous goat of Jones. 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 There's mm-hmm. nothing to say. You can't even really. They're cool. I, I'm gonna stand by it too. He still has the cool bones. I don't know. I, feel, <laughs> I, I just fuck with that bones because he was skinny as a kid. <laughs> Uh, but there's our there's, the there's our top fifteen. Cole, Cole, stop! Are you shaking an ice bag in your microphone? <laughs> Jesus! Is it that loud? It's so I loud. I you the, the group chat. I said, "Stop jiggling your eyes." You're lying. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just couldn't take it anymore. Cole, stop jiggling your eyes. That was fifteen minutes ago. Oh my god. <laughs> I couldn't take it anymore. I had I to say did something. I probably did it a hundred times in between. That. I know you did. <laughs> it's it's okay. the fucking glass chin cups, bro. They're tin. Yeah, is there any whiskey in that, or is it just ice cubes? Yeah, yeah. it's whiskey. I'm, hey, by the way, fuck both of you. I'm the only one drinking right now. I have, I'm, 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 I'm licking my wounds. I'm, I've been off of it the whole entire podcast. All right. Let's do. Let's Dude, finish I wonder off. how that's gonna come through in the listening. Yeah. Fuck. We, we got no UFC card to talk about this weekend. That's why we decided to do a long segment like that. But we will do a really quick guess who segment, um, where I have five fighters, four hints for each fighter, and they Kono will alternate guesses to get that amount of points that align with that hint. Um, our current game night scores are Cole 10, Noah 8, and our current guess who score is Cole 4 to 3. Once one of these two get to six points, we will reinvent game night. So, I don't remember whose turn it is. I'm not going to lie. Noah, do you want to go first? I think I went first last time. Noah, do you want to so go Noah. first or second? I'll go, I'll go first this time. And remember, these are all, they could be past, could be current. Um, they could be good, they could be bad. And their weight classes align with what they are predominantly known for fighting at. Or that I even I just remember them more for being at. Um, so number one, we are starting with a lightweight. Lightweight. Let's go with... Um, I got to get in your head, Josh. I got to get in your head here. You know what? I'm going to go with Dustin, go with Dustin Poirier. It is not Dustin Poirier. I'll go with Dan Hooker here. It is not Dan Hooker. And like, honestly, I, like Dan Hooker I am going to tell you guys, I kind of went a little bit more obscure this week with the fighters. A little oh. bit. A little bit. A little bit. Not too. Like, they're all well. They all should be known. Um, okay, hint two is where I like to have my fun and play on names and some other fun stuff. Hint number two, Cole, you are starting, is H-Bomb. The way Noah looked at first, was like, do you know it already? <laughs> no, I'm confused. Um, H-bomb. Just thinking of someone that, like, like who would call that? Bobby Green. It's not Bobby Green. What? Yeah, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't even have a guess. I'm so excited to see what it is. I'm so excited to find out about um, it's, uh, Drew Dober. I don't it's know. Not Drew Dober. Nice guess. Hint number three, Noah. One word. Okay. Toothpicks. 
Blank, I can see him. Shh, I need to focus. I need to think. What is his name? What is his name? We're not saying anything. Oh, shh. oh my god, I think I think it just came to me. I can't think of his name. I can picture exactly what he looks like and I can name people he's fought, like Benson Henderson. There you go. Oh, that took me a second, dude. I was like, oh, no. Okay. So, Noah, that's sick. When I said H-bomb, what fighter does that make you think of? Yeah, I think of Dan Henderson. Dan Henderson. That is his patented punch, and he shares a last name with Benson Henderson. That is yep. where that hint arised. All right. Fuck. Cole, you got to start here. Next one. I am... All right, I'm actually not going to say anything. Welterweight. Ooh. All right, let's go with our top three fighters. GSP. Nope. Throwback. Carlos Condit. It is not Carlos Condit. I know, all these old heads are like kind of... Yeah, I'm right. not going to do it nuts. Okay. Noah, this guy, his real name is Phil Brooks. His what? His real name is Phil Brooks. Oh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no who has a fake name. <laughs> Do you know it, Cole? <laughs> like, okay, who's got a weird name at Welterweight? It's got to be like... Like Neil Magny or some shit. It's not Neil Magny. <laughs> I have no idea. Is Matt Hughes' real name Phil? <laughs> this is gonna be some dumb shit, no. dude. It's already so <laughs> my guess. I, just it's not I, have, I have no idea. So this guy does have a loss to Brock Lesnar in 2013. No, that's not as... Cool. At welterweight? <laughs> not at welterweight. What? <laughs> he did not lose to Brock Lesnar at welterweight. No. Oh, my God. Did Dan Anderson ever fight this? He fought in, like, five weight classes after. Did those two ever even fight? <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> he did not <laughs> Okay. Uh, Dan Henderson goes to Bill Brooks to Dad. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, Cole. I'm stoked. <laughs> Does it help? I will call. I will add to this Brock Lesnar hint. Okay. Oh my God. Cole, you can. We'll start with Cole here. He lost to Brock Lesnar in 2013, and it. An event called SummerSlam. Ah! What is that guy's name? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. He was what is so his name? Bad. He was <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I got it. I, I, do, I have his face in my noggin. I got it. Josh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> 
Oh my god, no. <laughs> I know, steal it. That's gonna drive me crazy. Uh, CM Punk. CM, CM Punk. Punk. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> God, was he a horseshit UFC fighter, bro? <laughs> shit. He was terrible, yeah. So but he's well known. He was in the video games, everything. And then, I, why did I thought? I honestly thought telling you that his real name is something else would totally give it away. Cause like, yeah, Josh, no, that, yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> and so, that's CM Punk. That's not even how many fights did he have? Like two. He Owen one with one no contest. Owen one, yeah. Ugh. All right. Next one. No, we have a heavyweight. Roy Nelson. Nope. Damn it. No. Cool. We're sticking with the WWE theme here for the next hint. RKO. Fuck. <laughs> I'll just take a guess out of here. I'm Brock Lesnar. I know that's not it. No, but it's not Brock. I, I don't know. RKO. RKO. He's got to be. WWE. Has a man been RKO'd? Who's on a crossover? I don't know. I'm stressed. Uh... I'm stressed. <laughs> Josh, this week is hard. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Um... Frank Mir. No, it is not Frank Mir. The next hint is that this man settled the boxing versus MMA debate. You guys are both just blank staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard. Is it, is it my guess or Noah's? It's Noah's. The, the guy I'm thinking as a heavyweight, like, I can't. And remember, he kind of fought at both weight classes. I just yeah, threw one in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, wait, it's me? Yeah. Oh, Randy Couture. It is Randy Couture. I got it. I got it. I've got, I get I get it. Yep. Randy, Randy Orton, Randy yep. Couture. Randy Orton to Randy Couture. I was literally, my guess, like, when you said RK, I was that was so bad. <laughs> like, that that fight was literally so funny. Randy <laughs> yeah. Couture just went in there, yeah. took him down. Randy Couture and James and Tony. On him. Oh, all right, Cole. We have a we have a light heavyweight. I'm getting so fucked up right now. <laughs> um, so my boy Chuck Liddell. Close. I had it as Chuck Liddell, and I changed it to a different light heavyweight right before we started the podcast because I thought because I thought we did Chuck Liddell already, and I couldn't remember if we did, so I changed it. <laughs> Noah. Khalil Roundtree. It's not Khalil Roundtree. Noah, your next hint is vodka. Shot clock. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Vulcan owes Demir. I, no. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm Tito Ortiz. It is Tito Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was literally going through vodka brands in my head. I'm Tito, for some reason, that's the vodka I buy. Tito's was not one of them. 
no. All right. So Noah, you get a start. It is six to three currently. We have a bantamweight. Bantamweight. Let's. All right. Let's get let's get into the mind of Josh. God, man, that's hard. Cause like we did rob font already. Song Yudong. It is not Song Yudong. Cole. Pedro Munoz. Not Pedro Munoz. Cole, you need to get Pedro it on this. Yeah, I don't know. You need to get it on this hint to tie. Flaming hot. Cheeto Vera? <laughs> he got it. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. All right, so this is how we settle ties. I just made this up in my head right now. Um, I am going to think of a fighter. I'm going to think of a fighter. And I'm going to give you the weight class, and you guys are just going to guess back and forth until one of you get them. Wait, well, what are you doing? I'm going to think of a fighter. I'm going to think of a fighter. I'm going to write his name down right now. <laughs> That's legit, bro. <laughs> Let's see. Who do I want to think of? Don't make it so obscure that I don't even know no, who he is. Don't worry. I want to think of somebody... I do want to think of somebody as random as I can. All right. Oh, goodness gracious. This is intense, dude. It is. I try to... I want somebody entertaining. But so... I don't want you guys to get in your first, like, three guesses. That's the thing. Okay. All right. Noah, you can get to go first. I have a middleweight. Michael Bisping. No. Paula Costa. No. <laughs> Robert Whitaker. No. Oh, fuck. Chris Curtis. No. This is impossible, bro. Every, we're just, we're going for you to keep going. Kelvin Gashlum. Mm -hmm. Israel Adesanya. Nope. Anderson Silva. Mm -hmm. I can't think this fast. <laughs> uh, Sean Strickland. Mm -hmm. mm, fucking Brendan Allen. Nope. <laughs> Damn it! I was like, that's a random person. Paul <laughs> uh, Craig. Nope. Okay. okay, I'll give you a, brief, a broad hint. He is no longer active in the UFC. Sweet, okay. Rich Franklin. Mm -mm. Dang it. Uh, is Bisping? There, Noah, said, Noah said Bisping. Oh. Uh, I got it for sure. Middleweight. Fuck, bro. Um, I don't even know. Oh my god, everything. 
Can I just pass? Yeah, can I, this you is can fucked. Pass. You can pass. Chael uh, Sonnen. Not Chael Sonnen. Oh, I thought it was him for sure. Silva? Nope. Yoel Romero? Nope. What? This guy, like, I did not go obscure. This guy is probably a top, I don't know, five or six middleweight ever. Alright. I got it. I know it. I'm Luke Rockhold? Cool. Luke Rockhold. Oh, oh man. <laughs> going to be Vitor Belfort anyways. Okay. So Cole gets it with the Vitor Belfort pull. Cole is now up 11-8. And he needs one more win to advance the game night to the new game. Let's go. There it is. No. Next oh, week. That would have me sweating. Next week we are back breaking out UFC Sao Paulo, Derek Lewis, Gilton Almeida. That is the main event oh, next week. I wonder week. how that's going to go. <laughs> but we will be here to break that down. Do some other fun stuff. That's episode 35. See you later. Woo! Later.